Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. Welcome to another CMU edition of Spock Sports Show, catching up with Coach McElwain, linebacker Nick Apsey, and tight end Mitchell Collier. Chris Bachman hanging out at the Champion Center, catching back up with Coach McElwain after a couple-week hiatus in my bad coach. Thanks for taking some time to catch back well, up good with to, me. Good to see you. I, was, I thought maybe you were jumping off the man wagon. I'm just glad you're here, man. Hey, well, and I guess the, the last press conference <laughs> I, wasn't, I, I wasn't at, too. Uh, we'll put this yeah. on the air because it'll make people laugh. <laughs> I don't know if you got an older brother. I'm 38. I still got an older brother, though. He had had enough of watching my puppy three days in a row for I football. Totally, I totally understand. <laughs> I totally understand. Now, you guys are now 4-4 four and four on the year. 3-0 and oh at home, though. And the thing I kind of want to stress to people, I was talking about it with Greg just a few minutes ago, it's really hard to win on the road. We forget sometimes these are 17- to 21-year-old kids for the most part. Talk about you know, falling at Ball State, but how tough it is to play in those environments with these guys. Well, I mean, it's um – you know, it's something we've got to get better at. And, uh, you know, with us uh, only having five opportunities at home, um, we've got to make up for it. And we, we've let a couple uh, slip away. And yet, uh, you know what, we get an opportunity to come back to Kelly Shorts here on Halloween night, first uh, opening game of Maction. And, um, you know, looking forward to getting back here. Yep, and you guys were also missing two of your big players, Miles Bailey, Kyle Moretti were out. How big were their absences for you guys? We're a little beat up, and yet, uh, you know, so what? Uh, it gives guys opportunities. They've got to get in there and play, and that's why they came here was uh, get the opportunity to play. So um, we need to do a, a, a better job trying to create some explosive plays offensively, and that's, that's where we've been missing. Yeah, and I feel like it's one of those. You've had some good defense, some games. You've had some good offense, some games. Once this team puts that yeah. all all together, I, I really think there could be something. And like I said, you know, you had Kyle out, one of your defensive leaders, but you gave up two hundred and forirty three yards on the ground. I know that's something that, that's yeah. got to irk you. And we've been pretty good about um, <clears throat> you know taking the run away. Um, you know, and and obviously this week that's what these guys do. They got a heck of a running back. They've got a big physical uh, front and uh, and we got our work cut out for us and and yet uh, you know what our guys are ready to go you know we're excited about it uh, today uh, in our world I don't know when this broadcasts but uh, we're here on a Thursday I guess but technically yeah. in our world it's a Monday yeah. because it, you know, you're really going to get screwed up because Tuesday which is game day is actually a Saturday so we work our schedule that way uh, today's a Monday uh, yesterday was a Sunday. We had our team dinner. We we got back together and uh, really start the work uh, today. Yeah, and now going into that, do you like switching to the Tuesday games? Like I said, it gives you that platform, you know, ESPN, ESPN Plus or whatever, but is it strange? Do you prefer it? Do you just roll with it? it you know, um, it, <laughs> whether you like it or don't like it, it really doesn't matter. That's what we're doing. And So you're rolling yeah, with it. Yeah, so for us, we try to, you know, Try to make the days so they understand what that practice day is, what the mental approach is, what the install is. Um, so, like I said, today's a, a Monday. Um, you know, I got a little confused because I heard an ad for Thirsty Thursday, but I was like, how can it be Thirsty Thursday Monday. today when it's a Monday, right? But, uh, um, no, it's, it's uh, you know, our guys kind of get used to it. And we got enough guys now that have played in match, and they kind of get it. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's a cool, unique opportunity for you guys. Like I said, it's just 
goofy trying to get that schedule. Like I said, I had Greg explain it to me. You know, I had you explain it to me. I'm, I'm still a little confused. I imagine, you know, it's going to take the, the guys a few days to get used to the the difference of the schedule. And kind of looking at some stats, he's number 10 in the entire nation, kickoff return yardage. Do you still wonder why people are trying to kick it off to Mary Well, I, you know, I'll give, I'll give uh, Murph, our special teams guy, uh, a lot of credit. He uh, – he, you know, we're trying to guess where they're kicking. We, you know, we've got some good things when they try to kick opposite. Um, at the same time, um, you know, we're going to try to do everything we can to get him a touch because, um, you know, that's that's something that, uh, you know, we do get some explosive plays off when he's touching the ball. Yeah, and do you know about his old peewee football rules? Has anybody ever told you that? No, no, I don't. He could only touch the football yeah, once every that, three possessions. No, that's right. Because no. because he would score every yeah. single time. No, oh. he's uh, and you know he actually has played some quarterback. You know when he grown up, um, and you know the amazing thing about him, if you just look at the before and after, you know I think he rolled in there at one hundred and fifty six pounds or something like that, and you know now he, man, he looks like a man. And he can still move out there, too, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now playing on Halloween, I got to ask the one dumb question here. Huh. You're going to dress up. Have you ever dressed up? Is, is that yeah, something? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to dress up as a coach. And, uh, <laughs> <All right. laughs> and, um, so, um, you know, some people accuse me maybe of not being a coach, so maybe this is the time I can dress up. But, uh, um, no, I, I, you know, and hopefully our student body gets behind it. I, I you know, I think uh, – I think it's a great opportunity for the people to come out and um, you know catch us and and uh, these guys are going to play hard. We we do everything we can to win at home and yep. uh, that's the focus. And you want to get yourself on the big screen, get yourself on some video, you know, wear your costume here, come out and have a good time. And I got one really dumb question here. I'm going to ask you. Don't got to spend too much time on it. But I listen to the Dan Lebetard show sometimes, and one of the things they were talking about is the jersey exchange, how it's been going on for so long. They said. Do coaches ever do any type of exchange? Has that ever happened with you? You got a friendly coach, you exchange a visor or a sweater or something like that. Kind of a weird random question. No, I, 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 you know, I never really thought about it. Um, you know, we shake shake hands. Sometimes yeah. it's pleasant and sometimes it isn't. But that's about <laughs> what we exchange. All right, all right. Coach, thanks so much for talking with me, man. Appreciate it. It's great it. to see you. Another big, big thank you to Coach McElwain taking some time catching up with me on the, you know, kind of odd week here as they now switch over to Tuesday football. Again, they'll be home next Tuesday on Halloween night versus Northern Illinois. When we come back, my conversation with Nick Apsey and Mitch Collier. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barber. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind if you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident. Contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. It's Joe Barbary. He can be yours, too. Chris Bachman back at the Champion Center hanging out with Nick Apsey, CMU linebacker. And uh, this one might turn into a little bit longer question here. Where, where are you from, if anybody doesn't know? Uh, I'm from Empire, Michigan. All right. Uh, 
Well, it's up there in the pinky, and this was, yep. I lived actually in Lake Leelanau for a number of years and actually worked at Hanson Foods in Sutton's Bay. And gotcha. so if you lived in, if you lived in Glen Lake, oh, you, yeah. you very well, gosh, I would have been there from 2006 to 2012 working a front register. So you probably came in there when you were a young buck at some point. Yeah. We, we probably met, you know, some, <laughs> some point back in the day and uh, the Frost, Corey, Daniel Frost or whatever, and all those guys pretty well working. Uh, so tell everybody, if it, nobody's ever been up to Empire, how special an area is that? Uh, yeah, it's beautiful up there, you know, I love being up there, you get the Sleeping Bear National Sand Dunes and all, but, uh, it's a pretty small town, you know, probably like 300 people. Yeah, there's, there's so, nobody at Empire yeah. in the winter, you go up there in the summer, it's pretty darn busy, and like I said, that's, when people think of the Sleeping Bear, you know, sand dunes, I think they think of Traverse City, but it's, no, yep. when you actually look up the address, it's probably Empire, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, so you guys are the ones that pretty special place. And Leelanau is a pretty special place in its own. I always say once you get up there across that Grand Traverse County, it just kind of turns into a different world. And people always say, how do you live up there during the winter? It says, well, after there's so many people around in the summer, it's kind of nice to have nobody around in the winter, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And well, it's beautiful up there. you got to find fun stuff to do in the winter, you know. You yeah, what, what snowmobile, go on uh, winter hikes, ice fishing. Yeah, say so I imagine you did, did quite a bit of ice fishing in your day. Oh yeah, and you got a favorite fishing spot up there. And if it's something too secret, you don't want to give out. But my my brother, and my favorite spot is Gary Lake, which is you know you know right over there in Empire. I'm sure you've been to a few times. Yeah, uh, I mean usually just fish on a little and big Glen or go out into Lake Michigan and troll for salmon. And if you're doing that, you're doing you're doing something yeah. right. <laughs> and now for people who don't know, uh, talk about kind of where you play on the team. You know, you play linebacker. Talk about where you're at playing linebacker. Do you got a favorite spot to play? Yeah, um, I play Sam linebacker, so strong side. Whenever uh, the opposing offense is in twelve personnel, two tight ends on the field, I come on for the nickel. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you're lining up as that, you know. Defensive back for the tight end, per se. Does that make sense if I yeah. say it that way? Because yeah. you got the size and the speed to, to kind of cover those tight ends, whereas, you know, you get me 5'8", buck 75, <laughs> I might be able to move pretty well, but he's just going to be able to box me out and catch the football. That's what you're trying to prevent happening. Yep. Um, and, I play on all four special teams, too. But, um, yeah, I think my favorite's for sure linebacker. Right. When it comes to special teams, I mean, kickoffs, you know, so many kickoffs now are touchbacks, I feel like. What's, what's your favorite part of special teams? Uh, punt's pretty fun too. I like punt. Um, but kickoff is fun. Yeah. We can, uh, you want them to bring it out the end zone every time though, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. And what's it like running down, you know, punt coverage and that guy's not calling for the fair catch. What's, what's going through your mind? Uh, well, usually see if my missile is in front of me first (laughs) and then I'm like, all right, well. I'll play off his first. Uh, and who's the, who's the missile? Dante. Dante. Kenny. All right. All right. So he's the one. He's the fir- he's the first line of defense zipping down there. Yep. He's on my. He's a missile on my side. So I always got my eye out for him. If I don't see him, I know. Well, I gotta go take my shot. Yeah. And so it's one of those. If Dante's supposed to get down there and be right on the guy as soon as he catches the ball, but sometimes that's tough to make that defensive play. So if he gets by him, you're the, you're the second in line to bring down the guy. Yeah. But, well, it's first out yeah, on right. my side, so right. I got uh, I got Justin Whiteside, all right. fellow linebacker, playing tackle next to me on punt. All right, so. uh, thank you. Like it's, it's kind of cool to hear how that's described. If you got the you call him the missile, and then you're the next guy. You know, you that's that's pretty cool. And now, what's your major here at uh, Central Michigan University? Uh, I graduated last year with a business management degree. All right, and are you doing some grad classes? Or are you just taking advantage of a little bit more football? Just taking advantage of a little bit more football. Hey, I. Talk about, you know, some people might, and this is one of those, I'm thinking of uh, the quarterback you guys had to face at Notre Dame who was going on his you know, 60th game or something. I don't imagine you've played that many games, but how cool was it, how important was it for you to have this extra you, just for you personally? 
yeah, it was, it was great for me because, you know, I felt like we uh, fell a little short last year and wanted to come back and make sure we could, uh, I could end my yeah. career on a good note. And I also love the guys, too. You know, I love being around the guys. And if I got an extra year to be around the guys and play the game I love, why not? Well, you're playing the greatest sport in the world. I will argue with people about yeah. that until the end of time. I, I I love football. Basketball was my favorite sport to play. You look at my size, you could probably – well, I should have probably been baseball when we talk about <laughs> yeah. my size. But, anywho, football is so special. I get to see the Friday night lights every Friday. I get to call those high school games. It's the cheerleaders. It's the band. It's the football team. It's not just, you know, the football team. And that's times five when you come here to college because it it's the band. The band's three times as big. It's the football team. It's the dance squad. It's the cheer team. And then when you come out here to CMU, when all the other teams get awarded, this is the biggest venue for them to come out and, you know, be honored. You know, the CMU dance team won the national championship. They were able to come out and get honored. And so mm -hmm. it's the whole school that's always involved with not just high school football but college too. How, how special is that? Kind of talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, it's great. I think our college does a great job at creating a good atmosphere. As you said, like the band, the dance team, everything comes together, you know. It's great. And you got to love the fan support, too. Like you were saying, everything's doubled. Yeah. It's fan well, support. Yeah, like, coming from Glen Lake High School, oh. you know what I mean? They got some great supporters up there, but it's not, not quite the same as Kelly Short Stadium. No, it's not. Yeah, my first time playing here, I remember looking up and I was like, wow, yeah, this is crazy. Uh, what was it like playing at Notre Dame? Oh, it was insane. I guess that'd be like times, and like yeah. I said, no offense to us here, but it was like times three from here probably. Yeah. No, those are for sure the games that, like, you you grow up in a small town like me, like, your dreams to, like, play D1 football, and, like, those those are the games you just dream about. Like, I can remember L at LSU, at Penn State, like, all those games are just crazy. So many fans. It's it's just unreal. It's it's the, that's it's what makes it the it greatest in. sport in the world is yeah. those kind of environments right here. Now, what's something about Mount Pleasant you've kind of come to love your time here? Uh, I I kind of like that it's like kind of a smaller campus, honestly, in my opinion. And I, f I feel like that makes you like kind of get more closer with the people you're friends with. Yep. So I, 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 I kind of like you know, football does that too, but yep. – well, you, you were able to kind of stay a small-town kid coming down here. It feels yeah. like what you're trying to say. You're, you know, you're probably like me. You up there. Once we get into Grand Rapids and there's four lanes of highway, we don't like driving <laughs> no. on it. You know, that, that's me. I imagine that's you, too. And I just don't like cities in general, too. It's <laughs> like big cities, lot, yeah. like you said, lots of traffic. Yeah. No. And, uh, yeah, I think you might have mentioned it with the LSUs and the Notre Dame. Is that what's going to stick out to you in your playing career here when you look back at it? Yeah, for sure. For sure the big games and just like – just the guys, yeah. Just being all the memories you create with the guys around you throughout the years is stuff you'll ne you'll never get it back. Yeah, maybe a little bit more of a curveball here. Last question, I'll ask you, Nick. Uh, what's something you learned playing football, playing sports that you just couldn't have learned in the classroom? Mm. So this is supposed I'd, to be a bit of the stumper one here too. <laughs> so yeah. No, um, I'd probably say just like when you really do have to work together with people, like, and you and you like, I don't know. I always think of stuff that football teaches me that nothing else would ever teach me is the summertime of all the workouts we go through and how, like, we have to push each other. Like, we got to be there for each other, support each other. And it's like you you go through the stuff you go through with the guys on a football team and, like, you're just taught, like, brotherhood, you know, just just all that stuff, yeah, you know. A, it's A bond, you, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yep. And it, you, just, you just, like, learned – you just learn that, like – more and more the years you're at college, like, 
honestly, you mature so much just gradually at football, just with your guys each summer grinding, knowing that, like, each guy has to do their job. Like, you have to rely on each other. Like, there's just, like, so much responsibility and, like, you know, you just, Yeah, well, like you said you got to rely important. on, you know, it's one one guy of 11, and if yes. one of you guys isn't doing their job, it's all going to be messed up. Like I said, I think that's something, like I said, when you're in the classroom, a lot of times you have, sometimes you got the group project, but sometimes you can even finish that group project yourself. Exactly. I'm sure it's happened to you. It happened to me here at CMU a couple times, oh, yeah. but you can't do that on the punt team. No. You, you know what I mean? You need that missile out there. You need Whiteside behind you to cover you, you know, so. That, like, yeah. And it's taught me just really, like, how you really do have to work hard if you want to, like, accomplish, like, great, great things in life. Like, you really do have to put your, like, whether you got to study, you got to put your head in that book, you got to put your put your nose in that playbook, learn the plays. Like, hard work really does, like, pay off. All right, Nick, thanks so much for joining me, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Just keep things moving here on Spock Sports Show, presented by Barbary Law Firm. Every case they take, they take personally. Let's get into my conversation with tight end Mitchell Collier. Chris Bachman still hanging out at the Champion Center. I got Mitchell Collier here with me. Did I get that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. It's one of those you don't want to mess up these big football guys' <laughs> names or anything like that. First of all, Mitchell, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Columbus, Indiana. Columbus, Indiana. All right. And, uh, yeah, when I saw Columbus on your little thing, you know, I think everybody in Michigan assumes, oh, he's, he's from Ohio. But it's Columbus, Indiana. So, hey, you know, thumbs up. I'll joke with you. Absolutely. And uh, people who aren't familiar with you, where do you play out there for CMU? Um, tight end. Tight end. All yep. right. And now do you – do some special teams. Do you line up at fullback? Is there a favorite spot for you to play or maybe inside, outside at the tight end? Yeah. Um, you know, we have a tight end. Like, if we're in uh, 11 personnel, we'll have a Y. And then 12 personnel, we'll go uh, H and a Y. Um, and even break that down for people. What's the H and a Y? Yeah, so the H is normally, like, if you're in a two tight end set, you know, we'll have a um, normally, quote, unquote, a bigger tight end, um, like your everyday down um, tight end. And then a guy that plays off the ball normally, like in the hip of the tight end, like which is right next to the tackle and stuff. Um, my love is playing. I like. I love playing off the ball, um, especially just kind of with my size, just being a little bit of a smaller, undersized guy. Um, I really I like the playing in a little bit more of the space and stuff like that. Um, this year, I feel like I've gotten a lot better playing on the ball um, with my hand out in the dirt um, and stuff like that. So that's been that's probably been my favorite part is kind of getting a little better and learning some of the techniques and stuff of playing with my hand in the dirt. Yeah, and so you're one of those guys that, like I said, you're not a big, huge tight end, but you're going to go out there, and when you see a defensive back the size of me, you're going to just box him right out (laughs) and turn around and catch him. Then when you see a linebacker on you like Nick, who is just sitting here, you're going to try and zip right by him. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Love to to try to do all that and love to put my face in it and try to get a good block. And uh, what's your major here at CMU? I'm doing marketing and a concentration in professional sales. All right, all right. And do you got a favorite class that you've had or maybe a favorite uh, oh. professor that's kind of kind of stuck out to you? Um, or has football just always been your favorite class? I'll let you go with that cla- one, too. Class has never been my favorite activity, um, but I'm really enjoying um, – I have a professor this year, um, his last, Professor Hussein. Um, he does a marketing class, um, and that's part of, like, the core project for all the CMU um, – business students and stuff like that. I've really enjoyed his class. Um, so Yep, and all right, here's my little curveball for you. You said you're a big hunter. You said you just got eight, got to go out into the woods the last couple of days. Were you here? Did you go back home? How, how did that go? Yeah, home's a little too far. I wish I wish I could make the trip. It's about five and a half hours. Um, so I got a couple buddies um, that I got hooked up with when I got up here um, that have some hunting land um, out around Remus area. Um, so I get to go out there every once in a while and sit in a tree and just kind of relax and 
get uh, get back into nature for yeah. sure. Did you see anything? Did you get anything when you were out there? Yeah, it was – unfortunately, the weather was pretty crappy. Um, you know, it's got real this warm streak. Um, hopefully, the cold snap will get them up and moving. But, yeah, we uh, saw a few deer. Um, nothing nothing worth shooting, Not, nothing unfortunately. Nothing worth shooting at, yeah. Nope. And now, what's something about Mount Pleasant that you've really liked in your time here? <sighs> I'm 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 from a I'm from a bigger town um, than Mount Pleasant, but I've always kind of lived out of town in Columbus. Um, I've really enjoyed Mount P because you know you got the campus and you got some of the the town and stuff, but you can also get out and get outside and get outdoors. Some of the parks and stuff like that. Um, I'm a big outdoors guy. Um, I love to hunt and fish, and so you know with Michigan, I was excited to come up here with yeah. all the water. Um, it's been awesome to get out and experience some of the, the great uh, nature stuff they have up here for sure. And so is that one of the reasons why you maybe chose CMU is because all the water, like I said, that like, just kind of you pointing that out, you you guys all pick colleges for so many weird different, I don't even want to say weird different, di- reasons that are right for you. And is, is right. that something that stuck out to you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I, I could have went to uh, another place I was thinking about going was either Bowling Green or EKU. Um, and it was a little bit of the water and stuff, but a lot of it was to do with coaching staff, with Coach Mack and Tavita and um, and stuff like that. So, you know, it was just a really good added bonus, that's for sure. A l- little bit better scenery here than those, than those other places. A- absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, maybe similar to what Nick told me. He said you grew up in a bigger town, but you're out of town. You may be kind of a small-town guy, and you maybe kind of like that feel around here too. Absolutely. And uh, what's it like? I said college football, in my opinion, I'll argue with people about it till uh, I'll shut up, which is a long time. <laughs> I think college football is the greatest sport in the world. What's it like being able to suit up and go out there and play, in particular in front of the home fans here? Yeah, it's 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 an absolute honor. Um, you know, just growing up watching, I mean, some of the teams we played this year, like on TV and stuff like that, um, you know, not necessarily during the game or before the game, you know, you're locked in, ready to ready to go have a battle with them. But, you know, after the game, you kind of got to pinch yourself and be like, wow, I'm really, really playing the game and um, competing at it and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just, it's it's an absolute honor to be able to go out and play college football for sure. Is there a moment that kind of sticks out to you, maybe on the field in the locker room, and you don't got to get too specific or anything like that? Yeah, I would just say at Michigan State, um, last year I didn't really play too much. Um, this is my first year of really playing, um, and like I think, I, honestly, I think it was in the first drive. I think I caught a, I caught my first pass in the first drive, and I got hit and got up and. Like, I was just, we were just going so much. And then, like, after the series was over, I was just like, wow, that really just happened. Like, you know, it was just, just kind of one of those 75,000 people just <laughs> right? saw me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I really did that. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Like Absolutely. I said, I really like that perspective. Thanks for sharing that with us. And uh, what's something you learned from playing football and maybe, you know, sports in general growing up? That was something you couldn't have learned in the classroom. That was funny. I was actually thinking about that the other day. We were talking about it in one of our marketing classes with just sports in general. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing with sports and especially college football and at at this level um well any sports for that matter would be like just the pressure like I mean it's a it's a good pressure um but you learn how to like push through that pressure or be ready for some of those like um things that can happen like you know anything that happens in the business world or anything that happens in the classroom um there's not going to be that much pressure you know what I mean like you don't have all the fans and you're not in the arena um so that I think that really has helped me a lot, and I think that'll continue to help me on throughout my life. One of the things I see, you know, do some eight-man football this year. Sacred Heart Academy local team's been really good. They're up 70 to nothing on a team, and I talked about, you know, these kids are still out here fighting down 70 to zero. When you lose a football game 70 to zero, that's probably more disappointing than getting fired from a job. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I think that kind of goes along to what you were saying there. And uh, 
Last question I'll ask you here. Switching to these Tuesday games. So, you know, I've got uh, Greg here, and Coach here, telling me that it's Tuesday, but it's really Thursday. Or it's Monday, Monday. but yep. it's actually, yeah, yeah. So, talk. how was that working for you? Hit, uh, what did it last year? Um, so, I got a little bit of experience with it. But, yeah, it's, it is uh, definitely an adjustment because, you know, you got eight weeks of just the same schedule over and over again. You know, you get in a groove, like, this time at the exact time you go here, this and this, you know. And so changing it up and playing on Tuesdays, it's an awesome opportunity, you know, to play on national television and stuff like that. And everybody loves a good yep. matching game for sure. But, yeah, it's it's definitely um, – it gets a little hectic for sure, especially in the first, like, week or so, um, just trying to get used to the new schedule and stuff. Yeah, and then after week three, week four, you're used to it. Whoop, we're going to go back. We're <laughs> exactly. going to go back now. So. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Keep uh, you on your toes, that's for sure. Yep. All right, Mitchell, thanks so much for joining me, man. Really yep. appreciate it. Have a good one. Another big, big thank you, Mitchell, Nick, Coach McElwain. Take some time to chat with me again. CMU starts that weird Tuesday night schedule next week. They're at home on Halloween night next Tuesday versus Northern Illinois. Hope to see you there. Thanks for joining me on another Spock Sports Show CMU edition. We'll be back Monday night, Buck 92 at 7 p.m. Talking all things local high school football playoffs on Buck 92. And you can find the Spock Sports Show podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at mymichiganpodcast.com. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.